This is M.I.P. With Masamela Mafuma. Mark Thompson. Get woke. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The grift from this family is breathtaking. It's breathtaking. Jared Kushner and Ivanka Kushner walk out of the White House and months later get $2 billion from the Saudis. $2 billion from the Saudis. You think it's because he's some kind of investing genius? Or do you think it's because he was sitting next to the President of the United States for four years doing favors for the Saudis? That's your money. That's your money he stole. And gave it to his family. You know what that makes us? A banana republic. That's what it makes us. January 6th was a tragic day in the life of our nation. But thanks to the courage of law enforcement, the violence was quelled, and we reconvened the Congress the very same day to complete the work of the American people under the Constitution of the United States. As I've said many times, on that fateful day, President Trump's words were reckless. They endangered my family and everyone at the Capitol. But the American people deserve to know that on that day, President Trump also demanded that I choose between him and the Constitution. Now voters will be faced with the same choice. I chose the Constitution, and I always will. And joining us now, as always, once again, for this edition of Thursday Coast, this Thursday, the founder of the largest online progressive community, DailyCoast.com, founder of Civics with a Q, the polling firm, and the host of The Brief, the podcast, The Brief, they have a popular podcast, Marcos Melitzas joins us now. Wow. Those guys came out, they came out swinging, didn't they? Uh, you know, that's the first time I've, I heard the Mike, Mike Pence clip, so I'm actually kind of shocked that it came out that strong. Chris Christie, we expected it. He, he's been signaling that for the last several months, that that only a bully could take down a bully, and Chris Christie is an a-hole, and he's definitely a bully. 
And but that that clip is perfect. I mean, I don't know if even Democrats have been so succinctly clear in in attacking the Trump um, family. And that's just that's just him getting started. I mean, he's he's gonna he's gonna be providing really juicy, quotable clips for the media to hang on. And uh, and Trump is 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 going to. Uh, He's not going to be able to resist the bait, right? I mean, there, there's a strategy where you're like Trump and you're ahead by a lot of points and Chris Christie's at 3% in the polls. You ignore him. Trump cannot do that. Trump cannot do that. So it's going to make for an absolutely fascinating, entertaining Republican primary. And I, I hope they tear each other apart. It, it, you know, and that's the thing I confess that was always interesting about the first time Trump ran. I mean, they battled, they played the dozens Trump is good at that. I mean, he can play the dozens. That's why I don't think DeSantis and these, some of these characters will survive. And if you remember, and I was very transparent about it, Trump served a purpose in 2016 to neutralize Jeb Bush. So some are saying that Chris Christie's role now will be to neutralize Trump. I don't know if it'll have the same effect. Um, I mean, it very well could be. I mean, Christie mentions in that clip, just for context, people may not know what he's talking about. He says, last time... Trump got 30%. He's actually talking about the New Hampshire primary. And Trump got 35% in New Hampshire. And the thing about it, though, was that at the time, nobody was touching Trump. He was seen as kind of a joke. And so it seemed like the battle was, you know, Marco Rubio was ascendant. And there's a famous clip of a debate, and I believe it was New Hampshire, where Chris Christie absolutely murdered Marco Rubio. And, and so that seemed to be the person to go after. So you had Jeb Bush and Chris Christie and Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz. They're all attacking each other, thinking that Trump's a joke and that he's not, he's not, he's not uh, um, worthy of, of taking on. And so Trump got to sit there and he was mostly unscathed. And it wasn't until later in the primary when Marco Rubio made that really lame joke about, about um, Donald Trump's hands that he had small hands, um, that finally the Republicans started realizing, oh my God, this Trump character, he's actually a real threat. And it's important to realize you go 35%. Well, um, that's not a lot. And, and it actually is not a lot. Republican primary, the Democratic primaries are proportionate allocation of delegates. If you win 50% of the vote in a state, you're going to get roughly 50% of the delegates. The math isn't perfect. But if you get a 30%, you'll probably get about a third of the delegates, right? So everybody that is competitive gets delegates. In the Republican primary, it's winner take all. Trump was winning states, the entire delegates of states, by getting 35% of the vote. That's all he needed because there's like eight guys in the, in the, in the campaign. They're all getting 20%, 15%. Trump only needed 35%. So that's what Chris Christie's talking about is that Trump got 30, he says 30, it was 35%. Trump got 30%. With everybody ignoring him this time, he may get that, you may get 30, he may get less or more, Christy says. But for the first time, people will actually be taking him on. And really, this, this was the first time that we've seen anybody directly take on Trump in this Republican primary. We have, I think we're up to eight Republicans, and none of them have touched on Trump. They'll, they'll walk around and they'll say, we'll need to, we, need, we need to win, we need, to, we need a culture of winning. Like they'll they'll like make these oblique references to Trump, but nobody will take Trump on. 
And the one time that DeSantis kind of almost took him on where he said that, uh, oh, I don't know about these alleg- rape allegations, and uh, but that's between him and the, and, you know, and, and the jury. It was something like that. Like Trump attacked him and, and DeSantis like backed off and apologized and said that he wouldn't extradite Trump. Like, like he was afraid of anything that might smack of criticizing Trump. And I think that's what a lot of these guys in this in this field and, and Nick, Nikki Haley is that they they don't want to criticize Trump because they don't want the backlash. They know that Trump has what 30, 40 percent of the party is fanatical cult like reverence for Trump. And they uh, there is this very real possibility that Trump is indicted in ways that knocks him out of the race. And they want to be able to make a play for those Trump votes and not alienate them early. Chris Christie doesn't give a damn about any of that. In fact, I don't even think I don't think he's running to win. I think he's literally running at the behest of the party establishment to take down Trump. And he is going in with gusto. Mike Pence is helping. I mean, I didn't expect that from Mike Pence. And I like I said, I just heard that. So I um I don't even know how to process that just yet. But uh, but Chris Christie, I think, is he's a kamikaze mission to take out Trump. Yeah. And I mean, um, Mike Pence obviously is is getting some some backbone and he should. I mean, his life was in jeopardy. He was threatened. So he'd be a fool not to uh, take up for himself. I guess the other thing, too, that the two of them might have an advantage at to uh, Marcos. DeSantis's policies make him vulnerable. Chris Christie and Mike Pence have been out of office. So there's no current policy you can say they've implemented that they can be criticized for. I mean, you have to go back a few years and get Christie with the bridge gate. But, I mean, they've been removed. So it's not like anybody, even the media can say, well, we, these are the policies um, uh, that have, it's, it's, it, it, especially with Pence. Now, with Christie, he's already being criticized for being two-faced. Because, you know, he went in before and, and, you know, helped with the transition. He helped make Trump possible. I mean, he's got to translate that into saying that was a mistake I made. I was wrong. Uh, but then he knows where bodies are buried because he called out Jared and Ivanka. He probably knows where other stuff is buried. Uh, and, and I think, too, we have to be honest with each other. The um, uh, with, with all everybody has to be honest with in, in terms of the Jared piece, there's already some tension there because for those you don't know, Chris Christie prosecuted uh, Jared's father, uh, 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 Charles Kushner. And I think he locked him up for some time, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's already, I think there was always bad blood. There. I don't know. I don't think Jared was ever, ever happy with Chris Christie being on the inside anyway. So there's no love lost between those two. But, but I, I think, don't you think the fact that they don't really have they're not in office now. They don't have policy that can be scrutinized in recent memory. They, they're just, I mean, Trump can't, I mean, you know, and Trump's going to play the dozens. He's going to say Pence is weak. He's going to make fun of Chris Christie's weight, probably. He already did. Yeah. The, uh, That's all he's got. Yeah, no, and, and we know that Trump stands for nothing. So he will attack his rivals for doing perfectly Republican things. I mean, he, he attacked uh, Ron DeSantis. Trump attacked Ron DeSantis for voting to cut Social Security and Medicare. That is basic Republican ideology. And Trump sits there and makes a big deal out of it. And it's not that he's a big 
<laughs> you know, a big savior of, of our entitlement programs and, and, and our social. And no, he, he will attack DeSantis for whatever DeSantis does. I mean, he was even attacking DeSantis for using woke the other day. Now, Trump used woke the day after because Trump stands for nothing. There's no ideological core. But yeah, you're right. There's nothing that he can hit um, on that front, nothing that he can hit uh, Chris Christie. So he's going to keep going and saying he's fat, he's fat, he's fat. So to make that, will that have resonance with a, with um, with Republicans, uh, many of them who are <laughs> older and heavier? Um, I don't know. I mean, Trump seems to get away with, with murder. Like he likes to brag, right? So he may get away with it. I, I don't know. But what he's going to do is he's not going to be able to resist. He's going to take the bait and he's going to elevate Christie and make Christie very, very media friendly uh, in what otherwise might be a very boring Republican primary. So I think he really livens things up in a way DeSantis certainly didn't. DeSantis is cratering. I mean, DeSantis is he's so bad, Mark. I, I, I think I'm pretty sure we talked about him earlier because I definitely did in our podcast a lot. We, like my whole theory was that he was never going to survive um, the public glare, that he looked good on paper for Republicans, but he wears heels to be taller. He's got that you know thin voice. He has no real presence. He does that bobblehead thing. His laugh is a cackle. I mean, it's he's just the superficial the superficial part of politics he like he does not fit the bill and for a republican party he likes to be all macho toxic masculinity he certainly isn't toxic masculinity chris christie is donald trump is uh but um but uh ron DeSantis isn't and he just doesn't even know how to do retail politics just a couple of days ago he was at a at an event and his staffers pointed out a world war ii veteran in the back of the room and every politician knows that the Photo op with the World War II veteran is gold. And you you make a beeline to this veteran. And DeSantis, it never computed. Like he he ignored three or four times. And finally he just gave him a thumbs some thumbs up from across the room. It was it was uh kind of a master class in in on how not to be a politician. So he can't he can't pull it off. And so his polling is cratering, his numbers are are, are cratering, and so Mike Pence isn't going to go anywhere. He's absolutely loathed by the Republican base because he chose the Constitution over Donald Trump. You know, I know Mike Pence is using that as though it's it's a selling point. <laughs> I, don't, I actually think it tanks him even further. Uh, so the question is, will anybody else get some traction? And particularly with all these indictments that are clearly on our way, how that might, you know, shake things up with a party that you would think would be tired of losing. And since... Donald Trump was elected. They've done nothing but lose in 18, in 2020, 2022. And do they want to keep up that that streak next year? So that that's that's the challenge. And, but uh, I'm, Mark, I'm so thrilled with Chris Christie in a way that you would never hear me say that <laughs> in any other context. <laughs> Anytime. You've never heard me say I am thrilled with Chris Christie. And here I am. I'm thrilled with Chris. Chris Christie. No, I mean, he certainly, that's what I say. I mean, Trump was, was helpful. And I mean, at the time I was glad he was taking Bush out. He did, you know, the low testosterone on Bush and it worked low T. It was hilarious. Uh, um, but, but, you know, the, the, the other thing too is now that you mentioned it, when you talk about De DeSantis's lack of personability, you know, all these guys have that in common. They, they don't seem to like people. 
you know, like to really be mm -hmm. the kind of people that are engaging with other human beings. Okay. Tim Scott, I would say, was the is the one exception to that rule. Who? Tim, Tim Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but 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 Tim. Uh, but did you see him on the View? Uh, when? Uh, yesterday, day before yesterday. Oh no, I haven't. I haven't seen. Him. Okay, well, his campaign ended on the View. Okay. Be because he, you know, while he might be a personable guy, he was was all over the place. He could not handle the View. He was oh, policy-wise, he's a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God for, he still hasn't nailed how to talk about abortion, among other yeah. things. Yeah, I mean, you know, but, he was uh, like he but was. But at least smiling. he doesn't look. Right. He doesn't he, look like a robot in front of the in, in the crowd. At least he can work a crowd. And he doesn't look contemptuous of other human beings. You're right. Yeah. The yeah. the um, uh, DeSantis looks as if he's contemptuous of other human beings. Pence is completely impersonable. Oh, uh, whew. Yeah. You know, and, and Christie, you know, he is sort of a bully and confrontational, you know, so and, and I think it goes with their their makeup. When, when you're doing policy that hurts people, you really probably really don't like people. So it's showing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, if you start caring about people, you might actually. Start right. You, you don't like you, you, you're doing big policy that hurts human beings. You don't like other human beings. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 you know, and then, you know, the other thing with 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 Pence, I mean, we know. I mean, we don't know that he's a vampire. We know that his daughter is. So you remember that, don't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I got to keep reminding you about it. Remember, that, Google it, folks. There's a, they're in a restaurant. You know, they're in the Outback. It's Pence, his wife, who he calls mother, and the daughter. And there's a mirror by the booth where they're sitting in the restaurant. <laughs> I missed this. <laughs> oh, man, you got to get caught. So this is, this is old, but I mean, it's, it's still out there. And people have combed over. They do not understand why in the mirror adjacent, there's a reflection of Pence's mother. And but the daughter is not in the reflection. That is so funny. So. So. And I mean, she might be very sweet. I don't mean to make fun of her. But I mean, she just needs to answer the question. Why is there no reflection of you? Actually, it, it, she is. I know. Uh, I will say mm -hmm. I know somebody who knows her and she's actually a, a very liberal. Is she? Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe yeah. she's a liberal vampire, but there's no reflection yeah, of her. Yeah, she could be a liberal vampire. <laughs> no, she's apparently, from all indications, she's very sweet and very, very liberal. Yeah, no no reflection of her in, 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 in the mirror. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. So um, you've also written a piece, uh, speaking of, of uh, unkindness toward other human beings, you alluded to this before, but you wrote about it even more recently yesterday. Pence's policies, you know, people focus, you, you can pick any policy in this. It, it gets traction. It's crazy. But he is causing 
people not to want to work in Florida. I mean, there's a, a shortage of available oh, yeah, DeSantis. workers in, in DeSantis. Yeah. I mean, yeah, DeSantis in Florida. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah. I mean, I went through and, and Florida really is becoming a case study in just how disastrous conservative policies are. So I went and looked at, you know, you know, Florida has a shortage of um, teachers because of their attacks on education. They have a shortage of doctors because their attack on on um, on abortion rights and on even, you know, trans um gender affirming surgery. I mean, it's just becoming a really hostile place to practice medicine. So already a state that's, you know, short 18,000 doctors and it's an aging population state, obviously. And, and so doctors are just, they're not going there and they're also leaving Florida and Idaho and play, you know, everywhere that, that abortion bans have been enacted, we're starting to see doctors leave clinics closed. And, uh, you know, climate change, obviously Florida is the state most affected by climate change. Um, and, uh, but you were you were talking about specifically oh so yeah there says they pass this anti-immigration law to to not just punish immigrants but also to aggressively go after employers who hire immigrants and so suddenly the Florida agricultural industry were their um sixty percent of their six hundred thousand farm workers so that's what. 300,000, 250 to 300,000 farm workers out of 600 are um, undocumented immigrants and they're starting to leave the state and they already had a shortage of agricultural workers. And so there's this town hall and uh, a white Republican farmer is talking to a couple of state Republican legislators and he's talking about how Trump is the greatest president of his lifetime and he loves Ron DeSantis, but my, I'm losing workers, and and uh, I'm really angry, and we're all angry because we don't have the workers we need. And the Republicans on stage are like, "Oh, don't worry, we just wanted to scare immigrants. Like, tell you, tell your immigrants that they don't have to leave Florida." And so, <laughs> first of all, it's rank hypocrisy. It's like, no, you can instead of like, no, we passed a law, we we voted for it, that now you just admit it that you hire undocumented immigrants. Like, you should be, we gotta penalize you. But it's like, no, 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 don't worry, about, don't worry about it. And like, what is this, like some kind of joke? It's a game. It's all semantic. Like these are real laws, real consequences. And Florida is going to suffer the consequences. And it's not because this is good policy, because it's, it's not good policy. It is because Ron DeSantis is running for president and he needs to burnish his credentials on paper. And like I, I think I said earlier, DeSantis looks really good on paper for a conservative. Like he he is a terrible retail politician, and that's where he's cratering. But he's done the things that Republicans demand. But when you look down the list, you know Florida's losing doctors, they're losing nurses, they're losing teachers, they're losing workers, and they're flooding more and more and more because of these conservative policies. So it's amazing to watch that conservative ideology carried out to its extreme, and Florida is the extreme how disastrous that is that is and and so this is all in the early stages these these laws have just passed in the last you know year or two so it's it'll be it'll be interesting watching how florida um suffers as a consequence of those policies yeah it's it's terrible uh, also speaking of flooding so the the, the pool uh, are we being told flooded 
And that affected the classified documents? The, the server room just happened to be flooded by, by the pool. Yeah, this is not the first time that Donald Trump has used the flooded, you know, a water flood destroyed the evidence um, um, excuse or, or uh, rationale. He tried that, you know, a couple decades ago and he lost. Like he claimed that he lost his evidence because, because of a flood. And um, again, I mean, right now he's 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 under he's under attack from so many legal attack under so many different sides. And we just found out today or yesterday that that Jack Smith has another grand jury impaneled in Florida over something nobody knew was a thing. And I'm still not quite sure what, what it is, but it it's not tied to any of the other investigations going on. So uh, apparently, it looks like it's um, campaign finance corruption. Um, where he moved money from one super PAC to another super PAC, and then that money was never spent. So what happened to this this money that he raised? You know, he may have pocketed this cash. Who knows? I don't know the details. Um, but the fact is that, like, these investigations are, like, they're, they're multiplying. They're, like, spawning new investigations because apparently the more anybody digs into him, the more crimes they find. So it's um and so it's kind of goes back to I think that's why a lot of the Republicans in that presidential field don't want to attack Trump because there will be so many of these that there might be a point where even Trump supporters are like do we really want to hitch our wagon to the guy that's facing six seven indictments separate indictments and uh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't ever bet on Trump supporters abandoning him. They've had plenty of reason to do so, and they haven't. But um, I mean, it's not a it's not a bad theory of the case. And uh, um, again, this is this is shaping up to be with Chris Christie and and all, and you know Chris Christie's going to be all over those crimes. It's going to be a fun Republican primary. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 no question about it. This is going to be very very interesting. And lastly, speaking of flooding, um, give us the latest on what what is happening in terms of Crimea and the loss of water there. They're without water now, is that the case? I mean, the, the from sort of contextually, Russia blew a key dam over the uh, Dnipro River and uh, has flooded, you know, tens of thousands of people have lost their homes. I mean, it, it is an act of both economic and ecological terrorism. And there, there is a question over whether they did it on purpose or whether they, it was just neglect. They didn't know what they're doing because they had control over this dam. Uh, the argument that they did it on purpose says that this river now is a lot wider than it used to be, so Ukraine cannot attack across it, and it protects uh, one of Russia's most important flanks because it's now out of the, you know, um, Ukraine can't do an amphibious assault of that nature. Um, it doesn't make a lot of sense, personally, and the reason it doesn't, and I, I actually think it was, it was they just didn't know what they were doing in the damn blue because they didn't, um, they didn't know how to manage it. But what it does mean is that Crimea gets its water from this reservoir, and this reservoir is now gone because without the dam, there's no reservoir. It's just now a river. Crimea is. Um, the Crimean Peninsula in the Black Sea is one of the major points of conflict in this war. Russia 
um, invaded it and annexed it in 2014. And Ukraine insists with plenty of good reason and justification that they will not they will not agree to any ceasefire that does not include the return of Crimea. But what this does is that without water, obviously Crimea is now in serious danger. I mean, it's uh, 800,000 people live there and several key military installations. Uh, they have reservoirs. They were topped off just last month. So they're going to have water at least through the summer and into the fall. But at that point, they don't have the ability to refresh their water. They, uh, Ukraine already knocked out a bridge connecting Russia and mainland to Crimea once, and they'll be able to do it again soon. And right now, they just started a new counteroffensive that may fully cut off Crimea from what's called the land bridge, which was um, a path of conquered Russian territory from Russia through southern Ukraine to the Crimean Peninsula. And Ukraine right now has launched an offensive to, to cut that. So there, there's a real possibility at this point that because that dam was burst and because you, Russia has no ability to really ship, transmit water to its Crimean territory, that, uh, that Ukraine may actually win control of that within the next year without a shot fired. So that's why I don't think Russia did it on purpose. There's a lot of like Russia did it on purpose. I don't actually think they did it on purpose because... It has just created the conditions for Ukraine to to take Crimea without actually having to invade it. Interesting, very interesting. I know it's complicated. There's a lot there, but uh, no, it, it's, uh, it's not that complicated. It makes sense. What you just okay. shared that makes perfect sense. Folks, you can read about that also at Daily Coast. Uh, Marcos has been um, providing extensive coverage of the ongoing conflict with uh, Ukraine and what the Ukrainian people have been facing. Be sure to follow that. CivicsWithAQ.com, uh, also DailyCoast.com. The Brief is the podcast. Check that out as well. The battle is joined. The Republican primary season is underway. Very important before I go, though. Um, I got a call last night from a Democratic Party operative and asking me my opinion. This person was saying to me that the only way octogenarian Biden wins if is is if Trump is a nominee. And I said to them, I don't know if I agree with that because DeSantis is so awful. So it, even if it's DeSantis, he's not, um, he's not made to pivot to a general election policy strategy. You can't walk back what he's done. Um, if so, there was a pro-choice Republican that could win a nomination, maybe. Yeah. Pro-choice, right, right. Again, I mean, I, I would assume that this is a male operative because any 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 woman who understands the importance of this issue and how it's playing out in, in the suburban, you know, America with suburban women know that as long as Republicans are wedded to the abortion um, restrictions, that they're going to be in trouble. And remember, Florida just has one of its most strictest six weeks. Yeah, yeah. Ron DeSantis. Right, right. And that's what I said to them, because he wasn't. I said, this is I mean, this suburban college educated white woman piece is real. You know, and he's like, yeah. well, but, you know, they voted for Trump before I say, yeah, but I, that's over, you know. Um, and, and to the point, I mean, if 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 you're thinking Biden can beat Trump, it's also because of that vote. They did what they did in 2016. That was a mistake. Mm -hmm. And there's no way they can understand that now. So. 
Yeah, really? yeah. In, in 2000, anybody that thinks that 2016, you know, eight years ago is seven years ago is relevant to today's political climate. Mark, you know how different it is. Uh, in 2016, in that climate, Democrats would have gotten killed in last year's election. I mean, the engagement of young people, of, of black, uh, Latino, um, Asian voters, of single women voters, of suburban voters starting to trend our way, even suburban white men are, are inching, not major, but they're inching in our direction. Uh, the fact that we won the Supreme Court race in Wisconsin in a 50-50 state, that we won it by 11 points in a middle of the spring election designed to keep turnout down. Uh, and we had record turnout in that election. I mean, it's it's just a it's a whole different world, and people under they understand the the danger of the Republican Party and its threat to not just personal freedoms but our democracy. And there is nobody in that field right now that has spoken against that turn of the Republican Party. So, lastly, though, um, we haven't talked about. It talked about Biden's fall, and that's going to be used against him. People are concerned about him falling down yeah. at the Air Force Academy. Clearly, he tripped over a sandbag. Now, honestly, people say the Secret Service or the advanced team is responsible for that. That shouldn't happen. Yeah. Um, some people even conspiratorially suggested that the Secret Service did it on purpose. Um, thank goodness he's okay. But what's your I mean, it's reaction? It's a non-issue. It's a non-issue. I mean, remember, we made fun of Donald Trump for, I mean, for being afraid to walk down that ramp, for having toilet paper stuck to his shoe. Like, I mean, when you're when the camera's on you, anybody around here that hasn't tripped on anything, just walking around your house in the last month, I mean, like, charmed life, I think. Um, yeah, Republicans were going to, they're going to make fun of that. But I think it's just relevant as them going on about woke stuff or boycotting Chick-fil-A or any of that stuff. It just does not, it's not relevant to people's lives. What is relevant to people's lives is that their freedom and their democracy is at risk. And this is not just me political blather, right? Because it sounds like spin. We just saw that in 2022. Republicans threw out crime, inflation. They threw out stuff that actually did have relevance to, to people's lives. And then people looked at that and said, yeah, but you're taking away my, my personal freedoms and you're endangering our democracy. And, and they voted Democratic. Um, and we won a midterm election with Biden in the White House. You're not going to tell me that Biden's in, in danger when, when we won the 2022 midterm election, which midterm, midterm presidents do not do. So he's not somebody who engenders a lot of passion. Yeah, me and you are not going to walk around with Joe Biden t-shirts. <laughs> but in that same vein, he doesn't engender a lot of hostility either. And this right. is what people miss. They may not approve of him, but he's innocuous enough that they just don't care. And I think we saw this in reverse in the Bush years um, where we didn't like him and his approval ratings were crap. But most people are like, yeah, I don't like him, but whatever. He's not. Eh. Like, he's kind of guy I want to have a beer with. Yeah, right. Okay, so maybe I don't agree with his policies, but it's, right. he, he's fine. But I'd have a beer with him, right? Trump is different, right? And yeah. had we had maybe Elizabeth Warren, might have been different because she's right. polarizing. Joe Biden's just not polarizing. No, he's not. He's true. That's true. Thanks, Marcos. Thank you so much. Yeah, catch you next week. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. As always, perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person. Write a letter to a sister or brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated. 
offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand, and above all, give thanks to the God of your understanding by whatever name you call her and him. All God asks of us is that we give each other love. Thanks for giving MIP love, and please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain.